getting the lead out with sponges. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. It's been a hot, dry spring in Alberta, Canada, which has led to disaster. As of Saturday, there were 86 wildfires burning in the province, with about a third of them out of control. Tens of thousands of people have been displaced, and already this year, more than 1,800 square miles have been affected. Smoke traveled all the way to the provinces of Ontario and Quebec, as well as reaching the U.S. East Coast, where it was blamed for turning the sunset bright orange in the Washington, D.C. area. For a few days last week, there was relief from the high temperatures, but the forecast for May 14th in western Canada and the U.S. Pacific Northwest was for a heat dome a high-pressure system that extends up into the atmosphere, trapping warm air like a lid on a pot. Temperatures in Portland, Oregon were predicted to be in the mid-90s and in the high 80s in Seattle, Washington. Climate Central, a group of independent scientists, has already determined that the forecasted heat dome has the clear fingerprints of climate change. One of Alberta's main industries is fossil fuel production. However, as Clean Technica reports, there's been little discussion in the media about its connection to climate change and the fires. In Alberta and neighboring Saskatchewan, temperatures have warmed by about 1.9 degrees Celsius since the mid-20th century, higher than the global average. Early last month, the Environmental Protection Agency released a report showing that more than 9 million lead pipes currently deliver water to homes across the U.S. Many cities like Detroit, Pittsburgh, and Denver are replacing those service lines, which is a lengthy and costly process. But there could be a short-term solution. Scientists at Northwestern University have developed a new sponge. Coated with nanoparticles, they say removes lead and other toxic metals, leaving drinkable water behind. After cleaning contaminated tap water, they rinse the sponge with a slightly acidic solution to recover the lead, which could then be used where it's needed, say in batteries. The sponge could be reused with 90% of its effectiveness intact and could also capture other valuable metals like cobalt. The sponge is cheap and could be commercially available. The scientists say it can be an easy-to-use tool in home water filters or even in large-scale environmental cleanups, for instance, to remove metals from mine spills like the one in Colorado that turned the Animas River bright orange eight years ago. If you were to dive underwater, you'd naturally hold your breath to stay down as long as possible. Many marine mammals do the same, but according to a new study, when hammerhead sharks want to spend time in the deep sea, they hold their gills. Researchers from the University of Hawaii at Manoa wanted to understand how cold-blooded hammerheads that can't produce their own body heat were able to hunt in deep waters, where temperatures are similar to those in Kodiak, Alaska, without freezing to death. Hammerheads and other fish use their gills as lungs to absorb dissolved oxygen in the water, but if the seawater they're taking in is cold, they'll get cold too. That is, unless they shut their gills to maintain body temperature, which is what the team discovered hammerhead sharks were doing by equipping three of them with devices that measured their muscle temperature, depth, and activity levels. They saw that the sharks' muscles stayed warm throughout their journeys into the deep, but suddenly cooled as they approached the surface, 
implying they were breathing again. The team found the hammerheads could shut their gills for 17 minutes on average, spending only four of those minutes feasting at the bottom. The new insights could help to manage and conserve the species, which are increasingly vulnerable to changing ocean conditions and more and more to human activities near the ocean floor, such as deep sea mining. And finally, maybe you're that unlucky person. The one mosquitoes devour at a barbecue while others go unbitten? Well, according to a new study, the reason might be your soap. Contrary to the impression multiple bites might leave, mosquitoes don't live off people. They mostly feed on plant nectar. Female mosquitoes, however, will supplement with animal blood to produce eggs. So if you smell like a botanic garden after showering, you're a one-stop shop. Researchers at Virginia Tech explored the relationship between soaps and the insects by exposing four volunteers to Aedes aegypti mosquitoes, which are vectors for numerous diseases. The scientists had participants lather up with Dial, Dove, Native, and Simple Truth soaps, but also factored in the volunteers' natural odors, which can be influenced by everything from diet and lifestyle to products like laundry soap or deodorant. Some volunteers were mosquito magnets from the get-go, but all soaps affected the extent of their appeal. Three of the four soaps increased mosquito attractiveness, while washing with the coconut-scented native brand tended to repel the bugs. Before you rush out to buy coconut everything, know that the study was very small. That said, the research could lead to developing future repellents that are plant-based, so mosquitoes will just buzz off and leave us alone. That's it for this week in water. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.